Welcome everybody, this is Luke Humphrey with Luke Humphrey Running. Um, if many of you know me from the Hanson Marathon Method book series, and uh, uh, if you don't, that's the uh, series of books I've written, the Hanson's First Marathon, Hanson's Marathon Method, and Hanson's Half Marathon Method. I'm also owner of Luke Humphrey Running, and have been coaching since 2006, on top of competing as a, uh, air quotes, professional runner, um, qualifying for three Olympic trials in the marathon, finishing in the top 12 at each of the Boston Marathon, New York City Marathon, and uh, Chicago Marathon. So uh, a little bit of everything. So this is the first part of a series that we're talking about running your first marathon. And we're basing this off of what we've talked about in the book, Hanson's First Marathon, stepping, your, stepping up to 26.2 the Hanson's way. So let me jump right into it. Am I crazy for wanting to run a marathon? This is the question recently raised in our Facebook group in the LHR running community where currently we have about a mm, little over 10,000 people in I think right now and that's from all over the globe. So the simple answer is no in regards to physically running the distance. I think most people uh, have the ability to run a marathon. Uh, it's just a matter of where that craziness usually lies is in the planning for the marathon or the lack of planning in the marathon. And this was a question that was really inspired me to write Hanson's first marathon and to tell you that you are not crazy, you have the ability, you just need a plan, and I know how to make one for you. So in chapter one, we talk about establishing a starting point. We start really fine-tuning fine that baseline. Where are, we, where are we picking this up from? Maybe it's from scratch, maybe it's, you know, you're a, a local road race veteran and you're just looking to make the marathon your next challenge. So before we can make a plan, we need to know, we need you to take a look at yourself and need to know what you're getting yourself into. Now don't worry, I am not asking you to dig deep into the depths of your soul. I'm rather just looking at your history of running or exercise as well as your injury history. We ask a series of five questions to help you think about where your strengths and weaknesses will be. And answering these questions in a certain way will not dictate whether or not you can run a marathon. There's a million ways to get to the same finish line. And however, this will not, what this will do is force you to take a look at yourself and go into this thing with your eyes wide open. For instance, answering the question number one with a no, then we might need to start with the very basics of running. Learning how to start by doing the right amount of the right amount of running at the right intensity, and then building on top of that without getting yourself hurt. That's what's going to be critical for somebody who's brand new to running. It also means that if you are looking at a marathon, it's only eight weeks away, then that might just not be a good a good fit for you. You just simply don't have enough time. You're going to need to allow yourself a little bit longer to build to the point where you can be ready to tackle the distance of 26 plus miles. So every answer you give here helps establish a baseline, a timeline and a checklist of things you will need to make sure that you can focus on while you take this journey. So those questions are, am I running now? If you answer yes, then if you're tolerating at least 10 to 15 miles per week, then you are ready to start a marathon training plan. The answer is no. Before starting a dedicated marathon training plan, either do our five, zero to 5K plan or a base building plan depending on the situation and experience level. Second question, have I run a race recently? If the answer is yes, use a race equivalency chart to give yourself a good starting point for the goal marathon time. If you've raced multiple distances, use several of them to spot trends in performances. What you might notice is uh, that as the further you race, the slower you get, or the further you race, 
the faster you get in relative to what your performances are. Uh, you might notice you're pretty equal across the board. And so that's, that's going to allow you to dial in on a specific race goal. If you don't have, if you say no, then no race, recent race times make starting your training a little bit tougher. So consider running a 5k or 10k race if you're already running to establish a baseline. So if you're doing that, we can establish a baseline with that. Um, and as far back as I would go on that is maybe like three to six months in the is the furthest back I would say that you could use for the race equivalency chart. If you haven't raced anything in a really long time, you might still need to go back and um, run a race now to establish that baseline. What is my goal goal time for the marathon? If it's fitness or to just finish, having no time attached to your goal is not a deterrent from a training for a marathon. However, picking a specific time goal or range will help you dial in your training and keep you motivated. I always find that if you have a goal, if you don't have a goal, a goal time, and finishing a marathon is a great goal, but I think you need to get a little bit more specific than that because then you can actually put direction towards your training. Once you have direction towards your training, it makes it a lot easier to uh, stay on a schedule instead of, well, you know, I'm just trying to finish, so if I miss a few days here and there, it's not a big deal. Um, just, and then over time that becomes into missing three days and then it becomes missing a week and then it becomes, you know, just falling off completely and not even running. So you just really want to make sure you have something specific to train for to keep yourself motivated. If you do have a goal time in mind, make sure that you can train the amount needed to reach that goal. This includes ancillaries such as sleep, which is going to be really important for you, strength work and flexibility training. The fourth question, how much time can I dedicate to training? If you have less than 60 minutes on any given day, this puts you in a little bit of a compromised position. Consider having, having a longer training segment to build a fitness, to build fitness and to maximize your training. If you have more than 60 minutes a day and more on weekends, great, then we can build you up to an appropriate mileage and, and training gradually. So we might build your mileage first and then add intensity or something to that along those lines. We'll also be able to ultimately make your training segment a little bit shorter. I'll talk about this in a second. Am I prone to injury? Yes. If you answer yes, investigate the root cause of the injury or injuries. Don't just treat the symptoms. And most of the time, treating the symptoms means taking time off. All you're going to do is delay the fat, delay the time that you get hurt again. Because if you never treat the root cause and just take time off, you've only rested on the symptoms. And so the problem's still there. And as soon as you start training again, it's going to come right back. If you're not injury prone, be sure to maintain a balance of running and strength flexibility exercises to be able to handle the, the demands of marathon training. So that's the five questions that we ask you. There's a circle yes, simple yes or no on those, and then that'll give you a little bit of an idea of where you're at. So these questions are not meant for the person who's are not just meant for the person who's never run before or even a new runner. They are meant for anyone looking to take on the marathon distance. This includes a novice and recreational runner, all the way up to the age group base who's looking for a new challenge. The thing is, those who have raced or run a half marathon distance are just that. They're halfway there. A 5K runner has only raced one-eighth of the distance. Whatever you struggle with at 10, 20, 30 miles per week is really going to be exposed when you start training to cover 26.2 miles as fast as you can. And the things that you never even thought about while training for the local festival 5K is going to be a major factor in your ability to be successful at the marathon. This isn't meant to scare you by any means. I rather... I just want to prepare you. The better prepared you are, the less intimidating the distance can be. So where do we go from here? And this depends on where you're at. For the brand new runner, I suggest taking the next three steps. One, making running a habit. Finding a, a couch to 5K that plan that's six to 10 weeks long, 
In our in the book Hanson's First Marathon, I offer up an eight-week plan that takes you from zero, zero running at all to handling 30 minutes of jogging without stopping. The second thing you need to do is establish a starting point. This is mainly for a time goal or even just establishing some running paces. Go run a 5K. Do a virtual 5K if you want to. Time yourself on a known loop. Whatever you're comfortable with, use that to establish some sort of basis for training. The only thing I'll say about the virtual aspect of it, if you're intimidated by going to a local 5K and racing, um, we're going to have to do something there because eventually you're going to have to go to a marathon, and that's going to be a pretty decent crowd too. Um, so as far as if you're a new runner and being intimidated, I, my 20-plus years in the sport, I've, I've found that even all the way up to the elite level, most athletes are so accommodating, and they just want to see you grow into a runner. They want to support you as a runner, and they want to see you reach your goals. So don't go in there thinking, oh, I'm not a runner. I don't belong here. You know, maybe you're, you know, maybe all these guys are way skinnier than me or whatever the case is that's scaring the heck out of you. You got you to gotta know that runners are a very, very good people. They, they're a good group of people. They're, they're very community-based, and they want to help people succeed. So, if, you know, of course you'll have some people who are not very nice, but you'll have that with any group. So uh, don't let that be a deterrent. Go to a local 5K, get involved in the sport. You'll be, you'll be surprised how embracing we really are. Okay, for the recreational runner, you know a little bit more about yourself, and these questions will help you decide on a plan that's best suited for you. But it will also help you focus on some detail work. Strength and mobility will probably be something you need to think about adding to your overall plan. However, adding this may need you to change your approach to the mileage and or the length of the schedule that you are planning on using. For most of you folks, an 18-week training plan is going to be plenty of time to get you ready. For the competitor, you may need less time in terms of weeks, but make sure you can tolerate the volume necessary for your goals. If you're training at a pretty high level for most of the year, 12 to 18 weeks should be plenty of time to be ready. I would say closer to 12 weeks for higher mileage and those coming off a racing segment, like say you're running a summer race series of local 5Ks and 10Ks to get points for your running club or whatever, something like that. You don't need to start all over with an 18-week plan because you've already done a lot of the work that we would do anyway. We can just transition into a direct marathon-specific part of a plan. Okay, so take a few minutes and look at these questions. The, there's other assessments that I think are important, but we'll save those for another time. Next time, actually. If you're curious to see this discussion in full, to view our plans or the first-time marathoners, uh, or just read more about training, I encourage you to check out my book, Hanson's First Marathon, Step Up to 26.2, The Hanson's Way. You can find it online, all the major bookstores, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all those guys, ebooks out there, all that good stuff. You can also follow me on Instagram at Luke Humphrey HMM and our Facebook group, LHR Running Community. It's a free group. Just need to ask to be um, accepted in, and we'll get you in there. Um, for information on coaching, custom plans, and instant access training plans, visit LukeHumphreyRunning.com, and that's where all my blog posts are. You can subscribe to podcasts, all that good stuff there. Um, I also have created a trilogy bundle uh, that I will post a link to the store in the show notes. Uh, and if you use the code TRILOGY, you'll get 30% off all three of my books, which will give you plenty of reading material and make you well-versed in the overall philosophy and um, preparation for the marathon and half marathon. So if you're looking to just do a half, this would be a good time for that. So as always, thank you so much for listening. And this is actually probably one of my shorter podcasts, which might be nice. Uh, so I will talk to you all later. 
have any questions, get in that Facebook group, ask your questions, uh, get on Instagram, whatever the case is, get a hold of me. And uh, if you have any ideas for podcasts, blog posts you want me to write about, let me know. Happy to uh, take ideas. So uh, have a good week. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye.